Rachel Berry and Jay Austin sings. And that's how Sue sings it. This is a song that I wrote for Sam. It's called Shouting Out. Ladies and gentlemen, New Directions. There was a time when I was the biggest star. No, 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 you're crazy for not letting me shine. Where's Rachel, huh? Being a part of something special makes you special, right? Welcome to Gleewind, the podcast where recapping something messy makes you messy. This episode is brought to you by that $600 stimulus check. <laughs> also, this should be the first episode of, that comes of out Gleewind in Joe Biden's in America. In Joe Biden's America, yeah. I mean, I guess technically sworn in a bit later in the day than when we drop, but also like hoping nothing's going on right now mm-hmm, and that yeah. it's just a chill Wednesday because <laughs> we are we are um yeah we are recording still in the last days of the previous administration mm-hmm. but, well um, and by the way I'm one of your hosts Michael Swan. oh yeah I'm Harholina yes yeah so we hope this is a new dawn um a new day a new day a new life uh, and I'm I'm and, uh, feeling nervous yeah you know I hope I'm not jinxing anything but um <laughs> I know I like talking about this um yeah so uh hi everyone we are here to keep talking about season three of Glee. We're um, here. We're, we're still here. queer. We're still queer. We we're... are still questioning why we do this. Mm-hmm. Um, not so. I mean, I don't know. I didn't hate any of these episodes. But, they're not uh, egregious, they're not but they're not. I mean, especially great. the second one could have been worse than it actually ended up being. Um, yes, Ugh, we'll, we'll 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 get to we'll all get to of that. that. But yes, today we will we will be discussing uh, season three, episode ten. Yes slash no emphasis on the no mm-hmm. and uh, uh, season three episode eleven uh, your namesake Michael wow <laughs> wow I, I mean I'm because my family's Christian as hell I'm literally named after the angel Michael yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no I mean that that makes sense but but wow you know, oh, wow an this... episode all about me mm-hmm. wow uh, what would my lineup of songs be I have to think about that yeah no that's yeah were, exactly that because I'm like I don't think you like in a Michael curated episode you would get any of I don't think you would get we're not get a single mic we should do that exercise at some point like if we had to cater a full episode of Glee which songs oh no I mean I actually maybe we could do that at the end of this episode because I really do now want to do like a list that I'm going to do for this episode uh since there's an episode called Michael's okay fair and then you can do it too because thank you well I then I have to think about it as we you know I know discussions about this um wait before just so that I keep it in mind as we do this. Songs they haven't done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Songs they haven't done. Yeah. Let's wow. see how Let's this not get ahead of Let's... ourselves. Anyway, now you have this to look now forward to, to, at, the forward to at the end of the episode. Um, just a little tease. Yeah. Or you might not care at all. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it at five, six songs. Not like no, nine. No, I agree. Not no, like not, nine. Like, insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the actual Michael episode. <laughs> yeah, um, Jesus. Yeah. Far too many numbers. Okay. Uh, let's let's just get let's started, just get started. With, with yes slash no. This is the mid-season premiere of season three. Premiered, uh, oh wow, almost to the date of recording. It's, uh, premiered, uh, January 17th. Wow, tomorrow. Yes. It was written by Brad Falchuk and directed by Eric Stoltz, two, uh, returning, uh, people. And yeah, this revolves around... Will Schuster wanting to uh, propose to Emma. Um, the titular yes now starts with the a false the, promise. The best part of these two episodes is in. Here's what you missed on Glee. 
they show Ter Icon mm-hmm. Schuster, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Terry Schuster herself, yeah. which teased. Like, oh, maybe she will make an appearance in this episode. But we knew she wasn't. Which she... But also, she's she, shouldn't, checked, she but... shouldn't have either. Um, no, 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 she shouldn't. But, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, it a was phone just, call I was or like, something. wow, how I miss her. Yeah. But, yeah, basically, she's in the Here's What You Missed because it's like, oh, my marriage didn't go well the first time, and now I'm nervous about mm-hmm. proposing, blah, blah, blah. But before any of these um, marriage uh, shenanigans begin... Yeah, we get yeah, a little opener. Yeah, we get a, 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 a an opener. Uh, we know that Sam and Mercedes had a summer fling in between seasons mm-hmm. last time. And the Glee Club members are curious about what happened. <laughs> so they, they would like... Um, would they like their classmates to tell them more? Tell them more, tell them more. Wow. Um, so, yes, the opening number, which has such a, like, mid-season premiere opening. Yeah, it's just interesting that it hasn't happened this far, that it's not Finn and Rachel. Like, it's just, it's a very interesting, unexpected... Yeah, appearance of the they did have that summer fling. Maybe that's the whole reason they didn't have him in the first part of the season. (laughs) So they can do this song? Just so they could do Summer (laughs) Lovin'. Yeah, maybe the budget was a bit tight on casting, uh... Girl, Court over Street cost five dollars. <laughs> um, I, I I say that. Well, the five dollars. I just that... I just mean like he wasn't anybody else yeah, at the time. Yeah, I know. Uh, they're doing summer nights from. Greece. Oh yeah, hi. yeah. We have not said the actual name of the song. Yeah, they do. They do summer nights. Uh, it's a cute number. It's cute. It's cute. Um, Kurt is with the girls and Blaine is with, with the, the boys. boys. Yeah, which yeah. I I don't know how I feel. Yeah, about let's it. not dissect that. Uh. Quinn is wearing a yellow coat. That's iconic. Okay. That's what sure. I Uh And, I mean, I thought... I mean, Santana's giving me all the Rizzo energy. Mm-hmm. But she is... She actually does not get the line that, like, um, he sounds like a drag. That's Which, I, for some reason, <laughs> thought Kurt was about to be like, he sounds like a fag. <laughs> uh, which, wow, many uh, fans... Early, early in Sam's days. Yes, thinking that he's a homosexual. homosexual. Um, my biggest like thing that stuck out to me was just by nature of the lyrics. The girls keep asking Mercedes, like, "Does he have a car? How much dough? Did, <laughs> yeah. How much dough did he spend?" When this character like has canonically kind of been homeless, homeless yeah. and was stripping to support his family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to, because they do Greece as the school musical next season. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who plays Rizzo since Santana's no longer there. And I'm... I'm pretty sure I recall uh, there are worse things I could do song by Santana. But... It may not be for Glee, Yeah, It could be in New York, like the New York half of the episode. Oh, it could be, and like she's still doing it. That makes sense. I I don't remember who they have as Rizzo. Is Mercedes a senior this year? Yeah, she graduates. Mercedes graduates... Because I think they have Marley being Sandy, because that's how she that develops would, her eating disorder. Sense. Oh, no! Uh, with the costumes, because Kitty mm-hmm. keeps making it smaller. So that's Is it. Kitty Rizzo? Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I, I, and I'm, I can't be bothered to look it up. No, so, I was uh, like, I, I guess will, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. Anyway, then they, um, an Oscar winner makes an appearance. Yes. Um, well, we do end on the, like... I do want to note the split screen, the like, split faded screen. from, mm-hmm. yeah, that the, mm-hmm. they do for the, the summer nights. Yeah. Um, uh, and yes, and then also mid-season mid, mid uh, premiere, we do have, like, new casting additions. Uh, this, and notably two. Um, oh, yes, yeah. yes, first, yes, First yes. one is this 
mm-hmm. Becky's internal monologue voiceover. How mu- how many times does this person appear though? Like, this is not the only one. I think it's like yeah. two or three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you made it seem like she's more recurring than she was. No, she's not recurring. Oh, okay. But like, um, so they who they got to to voice Becky's internal thoughts? It's no other than um, Oscar winner herself. Uh, wow, Dame Helen Mirren. I like that they're like, her internal monologue could sound like whoever she wants. I like that uh, point. I, Becky Faye Jackson, am the hottest bitch at McKinley High School. I'm not only co-captain of the Cheerios, I'm president of the Perfect Attendance Club, and I've won a participation award in rhythm gymnastics. You may be wondering why I sound like the Queen of England. It's simple. In my mind, I can sound like whomever I want. So lay off, haters. Okay. Let's get reels. I could easily snag any dude east of the Mississippi, but I'm extremely picky. For instance, Rory grins too much. He looks like an insane person. Is that a mohawk, Puckerman, or did someone glue a squirrel to your head? No, Changdu, I'm no rice queen. Now that's more like it. Sweet, sexy, and handy-capable like me with a voice as velvety as my favorite Sunday church dress. It's decided. Artie Abrams, you're my new boyfriend. Yeah, so so she asks uh, Sue for advice, and she, uh, Sue's just like, maybe, I mean, you just ask him out. Like, you know, you, you already have a now, so, like, that's the worst you can do. Uh, then we find out Beast has married Cooter. Mm-hmm. Um, eloped, even. They, they eloped, um... And that, you know, that, that whole rivalry with Sue is just like, they, they toss that plot light out the window. Uh, kind of, not really. They, they touch it out, they touch on it, because like, Sue talks well, about, this... like, she's like, oh, really? And then later she talks to Becky about being dumb. Well, and... yeah, 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 but what I mean is, like, the, the way we last saw that plot line is, B's gonna be like, I'm gonna fight for you, Cooter. And, like, yeah. the next thing we know, like, oh, I just, like... We just love. Well, she did fight for him. She was yeah. like, "You're my soulmate." That's what she yeah. said. She told him. And Sue did. <laughs> Please tell me you're about to do what I no, say. What I about... think you're about to say? Sue... Oh, that Sue says I better call Boreanis again. <gasps> oh, yes, she does say that, and I made note of that. But before that, she called. This is awful. She calls oh, she... Um, Coach Beast Michael Chiklis in a wig, <laughs> which is just rude. <laughs> it's not wrong, <laughs> but it's rude. Um, yes. But yeah. yeah, so she's gonna hit up Bo- David Boreanaz now. You know, we're led to believe they're there when she reveals that it's uh, Sue and uh, Emma. She tells it to them, and Emma says like, "I don't think Will wants to marry me." Um, yeah, she's like, you know, why won't he just ask? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. That's when Sue says, "Well, you know, it's well, Sue says you're free, woman, you're free. <laughs> and you should like ask him." And then we get an Emma number, which we usually never do, and um, a purely like non-diegetic musical performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. too yeah um which i really it's love it's very i can hear the bells from hairspray uh-huh. like that's very much the vibe for the it. song is also perfect <laughs> yeah it's wedding bell blues uh and yeah it's it's very cute i mean she i just meant like like but narratively the song fits perfectly mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. crazy yeah 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 <laughs> i mean to, few, down few to the times. fact that like the original lyric is to bill but they just replaced it with Will, and it still rhymes with everything. And yeah. I was like, I, yeah. And it's very cute. And yeah. um, 
Jaima does a good job with it. I I liked uh, uh, Sue and Beast as like the background, the background vocals really yeah. cracked me up. But at one point, like when she's in a, she's in a wedding dress, they're both in like bridesmaids dresses or something, and like, and British like ridiculous hats. Yeah. Hat, hats and headpieces mm-hmm. that are like. Yeah. Scene. It's that that really delighted yeah. me. And after this uh fantasy number, um we we cut to Emma like in front of Will and like she apparently like blurted out loud like the marriage proposal. Yeah, he was like, So did you just you just said you wanted to marry me? Yeah, yeah. So this makes you know, what's the theme of the week the week? The Girl, he writes Marry Me question mark mm-hmm. on the board. Mm-hmm. I said, What's the point of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You could just say you want to propose to your girlfriend. So yeah, you 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 did mention like she uh, he's outsourcing the the, the marriage, fully outsourcing his proposal. Mm-hmm. He's like, so guys, I need a really great idea for my proposal to Emma. Let me know what you come up yeah. with. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Also, you're a teacher. You should be able to look well, at your group and be like, I'm just, girl. It's just and well, it's well, my choir. Rarely was my choir director ever like, what do you guys want to do? <laughs> Which I guess is, I mean, anti-everything this show has said, and I don't know why I'm getting so upset about it right now, but I guess just the fact that it's not just, hey, what do you guys want to sing this week? It's like, hey, how do you guys want to propose to my girlfriend? girlfriend. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Well, and then we'll get to further on, like, another blurring of the boundaries between. Oh, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Then uh, Becky asks Artie out after, after Sugar rejects him yeah because mm-hmm. she's like she's like i'm abled or it, it's because i it's not because you're disabled it's because, because i'm, I'm able mm-hmm. and people are mean and it was really yeah. gross uh then uh but um we also had uh sam i think was hitting on mercedes mercedes because he asked her when she wants to get married she said after she wins her first grammy grammy uh-huh. and uh yeah she he, he because that's what because yeah because he's like you're with the your boyfriend because he's like an athlete right um and she doesn't say yes which uh, so but and like I was also like you were an athlete when you were here yeah. like what difference does it make you're like you're an athlete but now he wants to join a, a team uh, yes. he goes to Coach Beast and Coach Beast like all the teams are full up like season has started where girl. were like, you and yeah. he's like in Kentucky <laughs> in a hotel in Kentucky. Uh, but there but also, is also a lot of times they would let a transfer student yeah. enroll whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't know if, once the season has started though, mm-hmm. right? I don't know. Um, but there's one team that uh, has open slots, and uh, you know, Beast is like, I don't know oh, if you're wow. gonna like this. Oh, wow. Um, and it's great for the viewers in many ways. Yes. Uh, we get then Sam in a swimming pool. Uh, that's one of the ways is that yeah, we get exactly. more constant shirtless yes. Cordover so Street. So he has joined the synchronized swimming team. Wow. The Darling Mermaid Darlings yes. are shaking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, and uh, who is who is the coach of the team? Michael? Wow, wow. That would be one Lanithia Nini leaks uh-huh. of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh-huh, uh-huh. and later seen in the Ryan Murphy uh, program as a full-on supporting main cast member. The new uh, normal. The new normal. Yes, yes. Coach Roz Washington. Wow. Uh, as played by Nini leaks. As and, and played Ale- by Nini leaks. I mean, she has one scene. In she this has episode. one scene, and it's just like a single monologue, but it's iconic. Which I will gonna, I'm yeah, gonna plug I'm here the entirety of. Mm-hmm. What's your mouth for? Sam Evans. I'm Coach Roz Washington, and you are one strange-looking kid. 
I've never seen lips like that on a white child. And one of your nipples is higher than the other. I bet you had to overcome a lot with those crooked nipples. Well, I know a thing or two about overcoming. When I was growing up, they said that black folks couldn't swim. But I had a dream that one day I would get to the promised land. So I swam my way and got my 40 acres in a pool. Coach Ross was an Olympian. That's right. I won this bronze damn Olympic medal in Beijing, China for individual synchronized swimming. I bet you didn't even know there was a such thing as individual synchronized swimming. Nod to me if I'm getting through to you. Nod to me. I'm going to say one thing to you, Sam Evans, and I'm only going to say it to you once. If you pee in my pool, I will kill you. Okay, so I was gagged and I had to go back. And it's just like, I think her personality and style and like fits very well fits the voice mm-hmm. of the show like yeah. when they can just be mean, mean yeah. and like over the top and like nini can be mean and over mm-hmm, the top mm-hmm. um and it's 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 funny because a lot of times when you somebody like a reality star or somebody who's really big at the moment but not like an actor yeah. and you try and shoehorn them into something it doesn't work but mm-hmm. this seemed pretty like seamless oh yeah 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 I mean, Again, she's not also, doing much but that monologue because uh, it's <laughs> also within the world of the show to just have like random people play random teachers like remember the molly shannon of it all yeah she, like yeah. was like the badminton teacher uh-huh um for like an episode uh yeah so it, it, it also fits within the world of like it, the the show can accommodate these type of like mm-hmm. casting very well, and uh, um, Roz is an Olympic bronze medalist in, in individual. individual synchronized s- yeah. swimming, which yeah. <laughs> which I iconic, bet. yeah, iconic, uh, yeah. It's it's the one scene she has here. Uh, I I was disappointed she's not in the next episode because I'm looking forward to more. I don't think she's in it a whole lot. Or she's anything, she's but... on and off, and I think it's only this season. Maybe like. I don't remember if, like, maybe a little next season, but I think maybe just be, like, this. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, Sam still gets lushied because, you know, it's synchronized swimming. Yeah. Um, then uh, the boys gather Mr. Shoe and be like, okay, we, we know the girls are gonna make you perform, like, a sappy ballad, mm-hmm. but we think your appeal is, like, your hips, which is... I didn't know they said that. Yeah, I, I already said that. It's weird. Uh, so they, you know, they say, like, he has Mick Jagger hips. Uh <sighs> So they perform and a... And it's 2012, so... Exactly. Uh, 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 a mashup of uh, Maroon 5's uh, Moves Like Jagger and the Rolling Stones' Jumping Jack Flash, which, you know, features sure. the real-life Mick Jagger. Ha-ha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's okay. There's, it's fine. There's good choreo in it. I will give him that. I like the the background, you know, choral and dancing of, like, Blaine and... Um, yes, no, I like Blaine. their dancing... Um, Wait, the wait, the dancing. Yeah, they're no, but you were saying Blaine. Well, the Bl- Blaine, uh, Puck, and Finn are like oh, the when back. the rest yeah. of them the coming because for the back. most part, it's um, it's Mike, Schuster, and Artie. Yeah, yeah. it's Mike Schuster and Artie dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are random cuts to like so they're all in like black t-shirts, and then there's a cut. There's random cuts to Matthew Morrison just dancing in a black yeah. tank top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what we're doing yeah. there. Sure. But they're scattered throughout. Yeah. Uh, Becky's watching in the auditorium. Yes. Well, because Becky officially asked him on a date, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he's considering this yeah. their date. And she's like, well, that was a great part one. Yeah, let's go to Breadsticks for part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Mr. Shoes says, like, this is fun, but, like, it makes him sweaty. And that would just not be great for yeah, him. Yeah, and Emma wouldn't like sweat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, then we're at the ring store with Finn and Mr. Shoe there. Find an adult friend, Will Schuster. Yes. You should not take a student ring shopping for your girlfriend. And you also should not ask him to be your best yes. man. Okay, I, I agree that. And this just came to me. However, the last time he had adult friends, the Akafalas were born. <gasps> so... Uh, Will <laughs> Schuster, find an adult friend, but also don't show it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but at least reference they exist. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, they could have made up a random brother. Could have been Bert. You know. Could have been Bert. Mm-hmm. You're his campaign manager, yeah, exactly. right? You won him an election. Yeah, exactly. They seem to be close. Um. So, yeah, just... <sighs> Don't go with Bert's stepson. You yeah. Know? And, oh, okay, so the gag about this, the gaggiest gag is if it's not all, like, messy and problematic as fuck. He, when he asks, when Will asks Finn to be his best man, he says, you taught me more about being a man than anyone I've ever known. Which... He's a child. Yes. Oh, no. Yes. He is yes. a teenager. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He is 18 at most at right most, now. Yeah, he most. also, uh-huh. like, he's not a bad person by any means, but he's, like, fine. Yeah, he's exactly. good-hearted, yeah. mm-hmm, good-natured mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, if my teacher said that to me, I'd be like, let's put some distance between our relationship, you know. Um, right. Yeah, it's really strange. It's um, very bizarre. And this is also when Finn tells him that yes. he is planning to join the army because his father also did. And he wants to do something special. Yes, yes. And being a part of something special makes, makes you special, special yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then the girls try to get info out of him uh, as to, like, detail from her his relationship with uh, Miss Pillsbury. And he, he tells them, come on girls, this isn't my first proposal and uh, Santana snaps back with, what did you like something like, hey, what did you say? Hey Terry, I want to make a fake baby with you. <laughs> which I caught. Uh, and they ask him exactly one question. She's like, what, yes. what, what's the, what, what did you feel the first time you, you saw her? He says you know, some sad It was shit. lovely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rachel's like, Great. I don't need anything else. Like, this is enough. Uh, and they perform um, the first time ever I saw your face. Um, it's uh, Mercedes, Rachel, Santana, and Tina. And they, you know, they're all performing. Tina gets a solo! In the auditorium. And as they sing, sing, we, you know, see lovely moments with their significant others. Yes. But the gag, well, no, it's not a gag. The show wants us to believe it's a gag, but it's actually not a gag. Is that Mercedes thinks of not her boyfriend. But of Sam. Wow. 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 I just want to say that, like, the vocal arrangement here and, like, the harmonization of their voice, it sounds so it's beautiful. Good. It's a good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Rachel's giving me emotion. Like, Rachel's crying, like, several, 30 seconds into several it. Several tears running down her face. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's a good arrangement. Uh, then Mercedes gets a bit too emotional and uh, yes. goes into the, the, the bathroom. And then we get an episode of Amanda Bynes' The Girls' Room. The Girls' Room. The Girls' Room uh, with, with, with the four performers. Um, she's and they're like, like, what's the tea thing? Yeah, well, and she's like, I think I still have feelings for Sam. Um, wow. And Rachel's like, go do something about that. Um, wow. Then we get a scene with Emma's racist parents. We really <laughs> fucking do. They, it set me off when uh, her dad is like, 
surprise Comrade Obama with Comrade Obama, Christmas still exists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Shit. <sighs> yeah, yeah. At least they're like the show is aware they suck. <laughs> oh yeah, fully. Um, then uh, Mr. Shoes like I I because it, it's only him with uh, the parents. It's uh, like Emma's not there. Yeah. Uh, he's like I I know you guys don't like me, but like I'm gonna ask you know I'm gonna ask her to marry. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to have your blessing, uh, and the dad's straight up like, no, yeah, um, and it's not because you know they don't like him, but it's, it's they're like, do like, you want to deal with our mess of a daughter for the yeah, rest of like, your life? Marriage, marriage is messy. And, like, like, what's it going to be like when you have kids? Exactly. Um, which I, I don't know. It bothered me that that got in his head. Um, yeah, I made a note that like the fact that he actually hesitates due to yeah. due to this like mm-hmm. stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah, it does lead to like a very good Jayma <gasps> May scene. I also made a note of how good Jayma mm-hmm. is in the scene. But yeah, uh, he he it, the the scene ends with him like being very like oh shit maybe they're right bitch mm-hmm. girl now yeah uh, right or, or, or like and also like I don't know just the the way that they express it in such a like vile way, yeah. That like well, yeah, him actually should, reacting a, to that thoughtfully is weird. Like he should get a sense of what her parents think of her from like the last encounter they had. You know? Yeah, so like you can't really take that at face value. Yeah, especially since the way last time that encounter ended, he was like, "I'm gonna you know help you work." Through, mm-hmm. Like we're here together working through this. I don't know. Uh, then the the the, the Glee Club has a a, a, a Bec- Becky intervention with. For Artie. Artie, we wanted to talk to you about something. We think you need a Becky Vention. You were spotted having dinner with her at Petsticks. So? So it's a little weird. Seriously, dude. What's your angle? I don't have an angle. She asked if I wanted to go to Breadsticks, and I said yes. So, tell me about yourself. What sort of stuff do you like? What's your favorite movie? Louis <laughs> List. Seriously? Toy Story 3 is a close second. What do you want to be when you grow up? Five foot ten. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Becky, I'm glad we're doing this. The more I get to know you, the more I like you. I have to say, you're actually sort of cool. You should see my dance moves. My mom says I have get down syndrome. <laughs> Look, we think it's great that you're being so, so nice to Becky, but we just... I don't. I know that girl. That girl's a sly, conniving bitch. I, we just, we think you should be careful. Yeah, you don't want to lead her on. I mean, she's going to think that what you... What is she going to think? That she's fun to be around? That I had a good time hanging out with her? You guys talk a good game how it's okay to be different. How it's what's on the inside that counts, but I think you're just as narrow-minded as the rest of the school. I like spending time with Becky. She knows what it's like to be trapped by disability. She doesn't care what people think about her. She's really optimistic about life, which is really amazing considering what life has handed her. Also, at one point, I thought I thought it was cute. Um, Becky talks about her dance moves at something at some point on the day, and she says um, that her mom s- says she has get downs get down syndrome. syndrome. I thought yeah, was cute. That was cute. Um, and yeah, so already storms out. Yes. Um, uh, then Mr. Shu uh, breaks every uh, bow of confidence that may have existed between uh, him and Finn. Yeah. Um, who he just described as the best man he knows. Yeah. And now is like, oh, I think you're stupid and making a mistake, and yes. I'm going to tell your parents, tell your parents. parents, even though you're my best man at my wedding, <laughs> you baby boy. So, so he breaks. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, it's very stupid. Doesn't even make sense in the logic of this one episode. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Uh, he brings. You're the best. You're the best man I've ever known. At but you're also making a huge life ruining decision that I need to intervene on. Yeah, I and I need so to much bring your you, parents. But I also yeah. need to teach you something. Yeah. <sighs> well, no, it's it's not even that. Like I need to teach you something. Is that like I'm gonna have your parents deal? Yeah, with Yeah, exactly. This, not like do it one on one. Like you yeah, know, bring it up with you first. Um, whatever. Bert and uh, 
uh, what's Carol? Oh. Carol, Carol. Yeah, I was thinking of the actress's name. Um, Carol. Uh, they uh, they are there. Finn is like, okay, I I, I think I want to join because, you know, my dad was a war hero and I want to help people like he did, and uh, kind of kind of make an impression on the he world. Also the way he also does point out that he thought he told Will that in confidence. Yes, like, yes, no, exactly. Which I liked. Yeah. And. <laughs> And Carol's like, oh, honey. Uh, yeah, Bert's like, you gotta tell her, you gotta girl. Tell her. Your dad was a good man. He was brave and true, and he had the same goofy sense of humor you do. But he didn't die in Iraq. He served over there, but something happened to him. I never found out what. I I, he, I don't know if he, he did something or saw something or just lost his way, but, but he broke. You died a hero's death. Right? He died in Cincinnati. After being dishonorably discharged, honey, he had a drug problem that he tried to get over when he came home. For for you mostly, but but then he he would just disappear for a day or a week sometime. One day he just didn't come back. It was an overdose. Oh, I feel sick. It's a lot to hear. Just uh, you know, take it slow. Oh my god. I see everything that was good in him. I see it all in you. Why did you lie to me? Why? Because your dad was so much more than the last few months of his life. That man he became was not your father. Honey, I was going to tell you when I thought you were ready. Well, I'm not ready. I mean, how, 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 how do you think I could ever be ready for something like that? Two things kind of stand out. Uh, first, you know, the fact that it's, you know, Finn's dad dying of an overdose is um, yeah, it, it, very it, ominous in a not great way. Mm-hmm. But also that, like, I, I don't know if I... Like, Finn was under the impression that he died in battle, right? Yeah, he thought wouldn't he died he re- a hero's death. Wouldn't he remember him coming back, though? I don't know. It depends on how old he was. But he, he must have been, like... I don't know. I don't know. We, we would need to do the math. I don't but, like, trust the show's timeline. But it would... That. I mean, he would be, like, at least five or six years old. Which yeah. Which he would remember the last moment he was with his dad. I don't know. That's like, stands out for me. Yeah. Like, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But also, I could see, like, if Carol was like, you're not... Well, I guess he would have come home, at least initially. Like, he might have had to stay somewhere well, cause, else. Because she said, like, he would she, he would disappear for, like, a yeah, weekend or, like, yeah. a full weekend one day. He just didn't come back. So it is implied that he was at home for some period of time. Yeah. Um, which is just weird to me that Finn does not remember. Yeah. Um, but, uh, understandably, he's very upset. And yes. And, like, you should have told me. Or, like... Because she's like, I-, I wanted to tell you when you're ready. He's like, I- the fuck, I'm not ready. Um, yeah. And he also storms out in foot. Um, but also, we're very happy to see Finn not join the army. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he does for a little bit. Oh, no, does he? Um, Puck definitely does. Puck definitely really? like joins the army. Uh, and I think Lord. Finn does also for a little bit. But uh, That actually sounds vaguely yeah. familiar now. Uh then I just have Becky is a horny girl. Cause, yes. Because she sends some se- sex uh, risque she images to Artie. Yeah, Artie. She's like a, a little taste of what you're going to get on Friday mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So which Artie, who... it's it, This whole argument with Artie is interesting because there, you have like Sue saying like treat her like a normal person. You have the Glee Club being like make sure you're not taking advantage of this mm-hmm. girl. 
And then what Artie is actually doing is like he aware he's aware that for her it's romantic, but he's placating her. Yeah, by and keeping it friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once it crosses a line, then he's like, "Okay, I can't do this." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but he takes the photo immediately to Sue, uh, <laughs> which Sue is like, she's got quite the shape on her. Or yeah, something yeah, like that. That was, that was weird. Yeah. So I was also like, you didn't have to show Sue the what yeah, I assume the, is a nude. It's a nude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, Sue's like, all she wants is just to like be treated like everyone mm-hmm. uh, so if you're not if you're if you're not interested, interested in her just tell her, her. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which makes sense yeah which is good um, advice then we get uh emma and will in their house in their home emma's yes. taking out the christmas tree uh, uh yes she which, says she's almost done she's but almost he's done. like you've been doing this and she's not nearly done yeah she <laughs> it's not even halfway, <laughs> not even halfway. <laughs> Um, and then we get a really lovely scene. Uh, Jame. Okay, it had me thinking. The scene was so good, and Jame was so good in it, that it made me wonder if, like, because earlier in the season during Asian F, going into it, you were like, oh my god, I love this episode. Jame and Mays deserved mm-hmm. an Emmy nomination for this season, blah, 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 blah. And then we watched the episode, and we were both kind of like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. This episode, however, yeah. like, she gives a performance. She gives, she gives a performance, yeah. Um, it's kind of really mainly just in this one scene. I still wouldn't oh, go yeah. so no, far no, no, as, no. like, Emmy nomination. No, but, like, if... But she's really good. If this scene had been, like, on Asian F, where, like, the art, like, mm-hmm. I think it could have, you know... And, I mean, I do think it's, like... She doesn't have, like, a season arc for, like, yeah. it to be, like, oh, Emmy. Like, the way Santana has been having this whole yeah. season. If she weren't main cast... Because I, I, like I assume guest. she appears too much yeah. to be considered guest, so... It's kind of, like, sizable, like, similar to Dot Marie, you know? Like, yeah. they, they have kind of, like, similar... I can't remember like, if she submitted in guest or supporting. I think she's still... Because she becomes guest or recurring at some point, but I still... Here, I still think she's series regular. Because okay. she's downgraded at some point. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, but okay. So the the we should talk about what the scene is. I uh, guess <laughs> she asks Will to sit down and uh, say like, okay, like, do you actually want to be with me? Like, yeah, we talked you, about this. Do but... you want to marry me? He says yes, uh, but but you know, <laughs> but um, and you know he like I said he let her parents uh, get in his head, mm-hmm. and he said that like you know like it's sometimes it just feels so hopeless with you. Uh, hopeless being a keyword here. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and are, like, can we do this, like, long term? And then, you know, she gives me, like, a, a performance. I love you. You know that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but what if we get married? What happens when we have a house and a baby? How are you going to handle spit up on your special Wednesday sweater? Sweetheart, you, you can't control another person. What if it's all just too much? Uh, I, 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 I mean, I've, I've been taking my medication. You know, some, some days are great. Some days, some days are not so great, but I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything that I, I can. Know, I know you are, I know you are, and it's not your fault that you have this disease, but sometimes it just seems so hopeless. Wow, okay, um... Can I promise you that I'm gonna get better? No. This is what you get, you know, this, this... This incomplete person with... 
with toothbrushes and with rubber gloves and and with so much love for you. <laughs> But if that's not what you want, then then you need to be honest with me and with yourself. <clears throat> and the sooner the better. You know, it's very clear that she knows what her position is and what she's able to give. And and, mm-hmm. and she's basically like, you can either meet me here or, or move not on. meet me at all. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. Then, oh, they're like in breadsticks discussing Niata letters? Yes. Well, it starts by Finn basically being like, I'm in such a shit mood because I just found out my dad basically overdosed and or killed himself um, instead of being a war hero. And then Kurt's like, ugh, tell me about it, queen. I don't know if I'm getting into Niata. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, like... Finn's going through some, like, actual yeah. trauma mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. And Chris, like, ugh, letter. And and Rachel makes it even more about that. And is like, ugh, but my letter is gross. Yeah, yeah, it was not great. But then I also had the thought during the scene, I think I mentioned to you, like, why isn't Rachel freaking out about the army yeah, thing? Yeah, that's what you That said. seems mm-hmm. like something that Rachel would fundamentally be mm-hmm. like, um, fuck no. Like, mm-hmm. That's terrifying. I you're not going off and like gonna go die in a war. Yeah, and, well, and like, especially like as we see in the next episode, she, her entire future is hinging on this relationship. You know, or like so she believes that like the one thing she has to look forward to in her future right now is mm-hmm. just like being with this guy. Well, at this point, she still thinks Diada. Well, too. yeah, but like, but like if 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 but this... which is also interesting to me because she's not like. If this army plotline keeps going, I don't I don't actually know if, like, she brings it up, but it's just weird that it's not even, like, setting up any... It's not even said that she has any a problem alarms. with Yeah, it. exactly. Um, and she's just casually kind of, like... Yeah. And then the scene transitions into a song, um, you know... A bit, oh, it does. A slow arrangement of David Guetta's uh, Without You, uh, which, you know, Rachel delivers very... Mm-hmm. I like this performance. I like this rendition yeah. of the song. She's giving me the vocals. When Corey died, this was the one performance I, like, look back on. I'm like, ooh, like, oh, this yeah, is, um, yeah. This, re- this, this, like, resonates differently. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then, and then, it, you know, this becomes, like, her submission for, like, the proposal yes. week uh, yes. in the auditorium. Uh, and it ends with, like, Finn coming up and making out with her. Mm-hmm. And I, I first thought, like, they did not allow PDA and, like, schools... And also, like, it's so, like, Will just sits there and, like, watches teens make out mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like, it's well, kind of weird. Then, and then uh, there is this moment where Santana's like, I love this. And I was like, oh, wait, no, the assignment wasn't, like, make it all about yourself, yes. Rachel Berry. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, uh, then Mr. Shu is like, okay, I, I just need to, like, weigh my <clears throat> options. We can, you know, yeah. it has a double layer meaning. Which we, we at the time, we... I was kind of led to believe, like, he's still undecided about the proposal in general, like, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. about the numbers. Oh, yeah, no, that's what I, I yeah. made it uh, feel as well. Um, and then uh, Sam, like, approaches him and is like, about this, like, you know, I have an idea for you. Yes. And he was like, you want it to be super special and whatever for her. I know mm-hmm, just the thing. Mm-hmm. And. Sure. Sure. And then, uh, you know, we get the big proposal number, which starts which... with. 
Emma being handed white roses as she walks down the hallway by from various randos people. until random. we get to Beast, to Beast. and Sue, mm-hmm. who looks upon them lovingly mm-hmm. and like, yeah. wow, I'm so happy for yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it they go to the swimming pool uh, because, as you as you pointed out, maybe chlorine equals that was cleanliness. my only theory. Like, how is this good for Emma? Yeah, I was like, like chlorine and cleanliness yeah. of yeah. like the water. Yeah. Uh, then we, I mean, and then we get like a fully you know choreo uh, synchronized swimming choreographed number um, made semi recently like. Viral, meme like a, yeah. famous, yeah, mm-hmm. meme famous. Yeah, the word is just viral. Um, <laughs> uh, because it is indeed the number where Artie just fully rolls himself into the pool yep. in his wheelchair, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and later ends up in like a pool chair floaty, <laughs> floaty, yeah, and they're all dancing around him, yeah. So it's, yeah, um, there are no darling mermaid darlings, no but... mermaid, mermaid darlings, um. They all the girls are in like this like I do love forties retro pinup like looks. The guys, you know, they're very you know they're just in regular like tank tops. Uh, they could have you know upped the look, mm-hmm. make it fitting with the theme. Um, it's cute. I think it's you know they clearly worked in uh, hard into making that choreo. Yes, um, I just don't get how it's romantic or. I, I feel that there's a scenario in which that could be romantic. I don't think in the context of Will and Emma's relationship, it makes he sense. He also walks across water and yeah. then dives into the pool and then proposes to her soaking wet. Yeah, which I feel Emma and would grabs be, her hand. Yeah, would be like icked about. And yeah, and this is where the hopeless comes into place because you know oh, they yeah. found love in a hopeless place. place. Wow. Uh, and then, yeah, they, she says yes. Uh, then we see Artie blowing, uh, Artie blowing off Becky and, you know, saying we should, you know, remain friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, she thinks it's because, you know, she's too intimidating, but the Helen Mirren voiceover tells her that she knows it's because, you know, she has... Yeah, she basically drunk. says, like, I don't want, I don't want to ask him that because, because I, I know, I that, know it's that true. Which, you know, that, that moment kind of, like... It's very poignant. It's, it's, it's very, very good. It, 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 and she goes to Coach Sue and she's like, okay, we're going to get some ice cream and watch beaches. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. No, we're going to get some ice cream and put on lifetime television for ovaries and wait for, for beaches to come on. For ovaries. Yeah. That is, because that is, it just will eventually yeah. come that's on. A, that's lifetime a, television a good, for ovaries. Uh, differentiation. Um, and, and then, then we get, you know, if you thought the yes or no, was about Mr. Shu and Emma. Mm. Well, then you got bamboozled you by the wrong, show. Bitch. You thought wrong, because the yes or no also refers to Finn. Um, well, I would say it refers solely to, to yes, some. no, mm-hmm. because we don't get we the don't resolution. Get that is correct. Spoiler, uh, sorry. Uh, Finn, for five seconds for now. <laughs> Finn uh, brings her to bring Rachel to the auditorium. And, you know, says that... He says he wanted to create the picnic of their first date, but, like, couldn't find the cups or something. And I'm like, you lazy fuck, that would have been adorable. That would have been adorable. I I have something to talk to you about, but I want you to promise me that you won't say a word until I'm done. And I know that's sort of hard for you, so I need you to promise me. Okay, I promise. Whew. Um, I just feel like all my life I've been... You know, wondering if I was going to be as much of a man as my father was. Now, all of a sudden, I'm up at night worried that I'm going to become the man who he was. Let's face it, I got I got high school hero, life zero written all over me. Except for one thing. 
You. You're like a, a beacon of light, guiding me through the darkness. You're like this this big gold star, and for some bizarre reason, you chose to let me love you. And I feel like if I can just convince you to let me keep doing that, I'm gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Uh, I opened up my first credit card to get this. I know it's not uh, a swimming pool full of dancers or, or a tux or it's not very big, but it's a promise. A promise to keep loving you for the rest of my life. All you've got to do is say yes. Rachel Berry. happening in this dynamic is that they're both basically hinging their entire personalities and futures a on each other. Little codependent. Um, um, well, I wrote, when I, his, his proposal was basically, I suck, but you don't, so I want to latch on to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the only good yeah, thing in my mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. so I want to be with you forever to make sure, like, and it's supposed to be like, you know, so I can be okay no matter what, as long as you're with me. Like, mm-hmm. I get the romantic side to it, but the way he framed it was like, I've got no future, I've yep. got no life, I'm just gonna work in this shop, and da 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 but the only good thing about my life is you. Yeah. So I want you in my life, and I'm like, that's... Yeah. Which... I mean, we end with Rachel's reaction, like, not knowing what to say, which I think her... And you can tell through Leah Michelle's acting, uh, wow. That she's that, not that she's, convinced. Yeah, hesitant. And, and then on through, the the, through the arc of the next episode, she kind of arrives at the same spot. You kind of, not to, like, praise Leah Michelle in 2021, uh, but... Um, I love her facial facial journey throughout this whole scene. Like, from the very beginning, she's kind of, like... It's a mix between, like, a hopeful and a terrified what's yeah. going mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, here. Yeah, yeah. Like, am I getting broken up with? Yeah, Are no, you about she's, to, like... she's very much not... Like, <clears throat> if she was convinced, she would have been, like, freaking out. And, like... Yeah. She's just making the conscious choice of, like... Oh, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and that's the end of the episode. Wow. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Consider the cliff um, hung. What are you giving this? I think I have to slashy it just because am I too hard on the show? There's not an iconic number besides I have to slashy in good faith. Okay. I have to slashy. That's a, I, I it should be noted that I, I did take under consideration the possibility of a gold star, but mm-hmm. I I just can't in good faith. No, that that's correct. Ah, um Are you gonna slashy it too? I think so, because, and I mean, kind of spoiler alert, I don't think I'm slushying the next one. Um, oh, no. So, um, well, that'll make one of us. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, you know what? Here's here's my final statement on this. I am slushying this episode while giving gold stars to Jayma Mays and Nene Leakes. That's exactly the point I would I was wow. going to arrive to. Uh, I think those two... Those two moments are great. Because there isn't an really actual, like, any forward momentum for anything else. And the... And the po- <laughs> There's no forward momentum I mean, for anything well, else in an episode in which two couples broke up. Yes, well, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> that, that's correct. And I, I, I just, I don't know. Let me re- retrace that. <laughs> the forward momentum that's happening is, like, Things I don't love, you know, like yeah, I don't love the the route Rachel and Finn are going, 
and the Mr. Shu Emma just feels very isolated or like and within it's also the like episode. A, it's also low stakes because it's like it's we very all know low stakes, Will yeah. and Emma are mm-hmm. like yeah. written to be together. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would like, I think both Nini and Jaima are like remarkable in this yes. episode and there's like fun numbers. I don't think any of them like really stand out as like anything no. you know, beyond. No. Um. So yeah, I'll slosh it and I'll, I'll give my arguments for the next episode when we get to the next episode. Those numbers. Yeah. But let's um let's rank those numbers. Uh we have Summer Nights from Greece, performed by Sam and Mercedes with the new directions. Wedding Bell Blues by The Fifth Dimension, performed by Emma with Coach Beast and Sue. We have a mashup of Moves Like Jagger by Maroon 5 with Christina Aguilera and Jumping Jack Flash by the Rolling Stones, uh, performed here by Artie with Mike, uh, Will, Blaine, Finn, and Puck. First time ever I saw your face by Ro- by Roberta Flack, uh, performed by Rachel, Tina, Santana, and Mercedes. In the moon, in the stars, were the gifts you gave to the dark. Without You by David Guetta featuring Usher by performed here by Rachel. by uh, Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris, uh, performed here by Rachel Santana with the New Directions. Um, this one's just not exciting, so I'm just gonna do it. Um, honestly, for me, it's the first time, uh, if ever I saw your face, 
is number one. I just was really slayed by the vocal mm-hmm. and the harmonization and the arrangement of it. I like. I thought it was like like a gorgeous vocal. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, uh, I'm kind of obsessed with it. So that's gonna be it for me. And I liked like you know the, the scene too of like showing all their loves and whatever. Um, second for me, I guess, is we found love, and maybe it's because of the gif and because of the meme, but I don't know. I was like, I, I feel like I should rank this one high, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know. It's exciting. It's not something where we're going to see yeah. on the show again, like a whole, like, synchronized swimming number, so work. Number three is Without You, because, like, Leah did that and gave me the emotion, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so that was great. Um, fourth is Wedding Bell Blues. Okay. I don't know. I thought it was really cute, and I liked the staging and everything of it, and the fact that we got, like, a pure musical number, um, not a stage performance. Um, fifth is the moves like Jagger, Jumpin' Jack Flash mm-hmm. mashup. Um, mainly not last just because of the dancing. Yeah. Um, uh, Matthew and, uh, Harry did. And then, um, last for me is Summer Nights. Just because at the end of the day, it's like, it just had, ended up having low impact and low, like, significance. And, um, also, like, if you like that number, it's just because you like Grace. Like, <laughs> you know, that, or, yeah. and you like the song. Like, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't elevated in any way or, like, made... This is very interesting. interesting. (laughs) Wow. This is going to be the exact opposite. I mean, you're not wrong. Wow. (laughs) Um, I mean, the thing that what what I was ranking right now is like, and I think that's also like an issue with the episode is all of his numbers are almost in the exact same placement. Like there isn't. There's not a standout. There's there's not not a a standout and there's not a shitty. They're all like. Fine. Like if I shuffle this around and like they all would. I could see an argument for any of them being in any position. The only thing I knew is that first time I ever, ever I saw your face was um, for definitely my number one. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. I mean, this is interesting. My number one is Summer Night. <laughs> <laughs> this is because hilarious. It's very yes, it's a, a cotton paste of of grease, but like I thought it was it's very a cut and paste fun. Of it was very fun. <laughs> All of the performances that we were given from each of them were like really funny. Yeah, no, I don't Santana disagree. was giving me attitude. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I Like, okay. like I would, of, of these, I think, you know, if we were, like, in the before times, pre-gaming to, like, go out somewhere, like, I feel this is the one I would put on, like, let's watch this. Well, sure, I'm not about to put on <laughs> yeah, a no, quartet know, but, of like, you know, like, this is a number I, I would, like, <laughs> let's get lit! Yeah, I would, like, watch again, you know, which, I yeah. don't know. Um, then I have Wedding Bell Blues. Work. Because I love an Emma number. Yes. And I think it, you know, it was... It was mad Very cute. well produced, and, and it was cute. Then I have, uh, First Time Ever I Saw Your Face. Work. Uh, great vocal arrangement. Leah Michelle single tear. Wow. Um, great. Then I have We Found Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, you know, very well, uh, executed, uh, weird context for it. Then I have Without You. I think it's a really strong Leah Michelle performance, and I don't know it, it, that number weirdly has just like stuck onto me mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the uh, following years. And my last, which I don't think it's a bad number, which is moves like Jagger. I think it has strong it's dancing. Um, but yeah, it's just like that's where it fell in this. So I feel you. Um, since 
we had like quite a differentiation that we is kind of not unprecedented on the show, but it's very rare. I feel like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm interested on the listeners' thoughts oh, yeah. on Send the us best number yeah. of the oh, episode. Oh, yes. Yeah, full-on ranking, yeah. best episode of the number. Tell us why. I don't know. Tell us Tell us everything. Tell us everything, yeah. Okay, let's, let's go take a break, and then we will go uh, to talk all about you. Wow, all about me, all about the way you. it should be. Shopping spree, oh shopping spree Must find presents for my family Oh shopping spree, oh shopping spree Must buy presents for my family What do they like, what do they want That won't destroy my bank account Oh shopping spree Oh, shopping spree I think the answer is calling me Samsung Galaxy A21 For 99 bucks This gift is fun Oh, shopping spree Oh, shopping spree I think this present was meant to be Our platinum plan Protect it keeps you safe if your phone gets red. Oh shopping spree, oh shopping spree, straight talk wireless. Thanks for saving me. Straight talk wireless. Thanks for saving me. And we're back. We're back. Yeah, let's do the next episode, which is, you know... All, all about ab- me? All about you. So tell me about you. No. <laughs> um, uh, season 3, episode 11, uh, Michael. Wow. Uh, premiered January 31st, 2012. Uh, directed by Alfonso Gomez Rejon and written by Ryan Murphy. So, you know... Uh, you know you're in for something. <laughs> oh, there's. I, I, I'm going to talk about the tilts that happened. Oh, it's and like, very Alfonso. It's maybe the least Alfonso of the episodes we've still, had, like, but still. When there's a lot of shots of like him from overhead, and then just like turning it, and I'm like, that's horror story. That's like that smooth criminal is also very him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we'll get to that. But we'll get to that. And yes, this is the uh, Michael Jackson episode. Yes, because before we get to any of the numbers we were just talking about, before that we get. A Cirque du Soleil plug. <laughs> a Cirque du Soleil plug, yes. Because um, basically, I think what the, the Glee Club is like, or Santana was like, well, the Treble Tones only lost because some judge, something, something, something. And Kurt's like, no, it's because it's we did Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. And Santana and Mercedes are very upset that they didn't get to do Michael. They're very pressed. Um, and Blaine is like, oh, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about Michael Jackson because the Cirque du Soleil show... Uh, what, what was it called? Uh, immortal. Immortal. Mm-hmm. Immortal is coming to Columbus, to Columbus. soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, like, okay, and that's how that's how they got that catalog, Mom. Oh yeah, <laughs> same, yeah. Like, just plug it. Uh, and yeah, uh, 
they're like maybe we should do like Michael Week and and mm-hmm. the new directions. And just gonna throw a blanket disclaimer on this entire episode. This is 2012, which is still soon enough after Michael Jackson's death that nobody cares about anything else besides his music. So yes, this episode will in no way address t- touch upon issues. Yeah, uh, and obviously like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Remember that weird period of time where, like, my, because Michael Jackson died, it was suddenly like nothing else matters. He gave us the music. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this very is very true. Yeah. And this is very, the, the episode takes like that. Yeah. Yeah. That stands. Um, and, you know, we we will do, do the same because we shouldn't get into the nitty gritty. No, of absolutely that. not. So we'll just take the music There's for what There's documentaries to watch yeah, if you, you want to get you in should, that. Mm, I'm no, not, yeah. Yeah. So Blaine says, you know, the I, I know which song we can start with. And, you know. Well, it he's got to be starting something. He's got to be starting something. It is Rihanna's Don't Stop the Music. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's Wanna Be Starting Something. So there's a lot of hallway choreo. I also forget how much the song features the lyric, You're a vegetable? I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that it, you know, went to gardening. Or, <laughs> but uh, there we were. There we were. Um, it's a fun number. Uh, yeah, it was very fun. Uh, there's again a lot of uh, hallway choreo. It it cl- uh, ends in this uh, everyone in the auditorium wearing like iconic um, Michael Jackson. Yes, very. Um, was it Madonna they did that with? It was very well. They did it on Madonna, but like in the hallway where like you see the background people uh, with the costumes. Yes, and they did that with oh, Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, with Gaga, everyone you know had that. Uh, so yeah, I think this is the first one, the first episode this season. We're like focusing around an artist, correct? So far. Uh, yes, yeah. I believe mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we see uh, both Mike and Artie have the uh, the red jacket. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Heather is in the bad kind of like um, leather outfit. Um, Blaine is in like the quintessential what you would picture for Michael, like yeah. sequin jacket, sequin jacket. With the, the arm stripe and um, the, the strip on the arm. And Tim, the Tim is in like this marching band, iconic. Yes, uh, is up. that Thriller? Um, it's, no, it's. It's thriller-esque. It's like... Yeah. Because it's in... Like, the calls are inverted, but it's very mm-hmm. um, thriller-esque. Then Finn pulls Rachel aside, and we learn that, you know, she she gave him, like, I'm gonna respond to you in three days. I love... I noted that she's... Because he's basically like, well, it's three days and one minute since I asked you now, and that's the amount yep. of time you mm-hmm. said you needed. Yep. So mm-hmm. I love that she specified yep. three days. Uh, and, and she says uh, that, you know, she still doesn't... Uh, how does how does this thing go? I don't. Um, well, my biggest thing was like she's clearly like not ready to give an answer, um, and I'm like, girl, if you're this hesitant, like yeah. that's your answer. Oh yeah, exactly. Like if 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 your heart doesn't yell yes, maybe 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 it's maybe not it's it. not right now. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and at one point, basically by the end of it, she's like, well, my answer for now, and he's like, no, 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 no don't say it. You're right. This shouldn't be on a deadline. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Think about it more for a couple days, yep. aka I'm. Just extending your deadline. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Then everyone is in that coffee shop in Lima Bean. Is that what they call the Lima Bean? I think that's what the coffee I think shop it is. is. Um, They're talking Kurt, about their, their favorite Michael Jackson man. Right? Yes. Kurt praises him for uh, normalizing the uh, sequin dinner jacket, which he went on to make iconic. Iconic. Which, um, sure. And by he, I meant like Kurt says. Kurt, yeah, he Kurt says he himself that. made them iconic, which uh, I loved that. And then uh, Rachel does say that she never got Michael Jackson. Yes, um, because he doesn't touch her like 
It doesn't speak to her in the same way as Barbara, Barbara and both Stevens. Either uh, of the Stevens. Sondheim and Schwartz. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> Which I think you gasped at. Oh yeah, no, an iconic line. And as they're discussing this, uh, Sebastian <gasps> wow. comes in. Which I think that uh, Kurt says, like, does he live here? Like, yeah, do you live here? Why are you always here? What's your deal? And he mentions that, like, the Warblers are also doing Michael Jackson. And because they're, you know, they have priority of song choice, that, like, they're basically fucked if they want to do yeah. Michael for, for regionals. And that Blaine mentioned it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he just went on and on. Okay, favorite Michael Jackson memory. Go. When I was one, my mom showed me the VHS tape of his Motown special. And when he did the moonwalk across the stage for the first time in history, I uttered my first words. Hot damn. I owe the King of Papa deep debt of gratitude. He's the first one to pull off the uh, sequin military jacket long before one Kurt Hummel made it iconic. I have to be honest, I never really got him. And we are no longer on speaking No, I think he's an amazing performer, but I've never really just got what he was about. Rachel, he's best friends with Liza Minnelli and Liz Taylor. No, all I'm saying is that I, I, I just, I haven't connected with him the way that I have with the likes of Barbara or either of the Stevens. Sondheim, Schwartz. I'd throw the smoke in your face, but it's not nearly scalding enough. Okay, but just since you guys are so jazzed about him, I think it's a good idea for regionals. Well, that might not be the best idea. Hey, Blaine. Hello, everyone else. Does he live here or something? Seriously, you were always here. Why don't you think that's a good idea? Because we're doing MJ for regionals. You see, Warblers drew first position, so as soon as I heard what your plan was, I changed our set list accordingly. I'm sorry, how, how did you hear? Blaine told me this morning. I just called for a tip on how to get red wine out of my blazer piping, and he would not stop going on about it. I may have mentioned it. How often do you talk? Oh my god, hey Kurt, I didn't recognize you. You are wearing boy clothes for once. Alright, Twink, I think it's time that I show you a little Lima Heights hospitality. Unless you want to join your relatives in prison, that's probably not the best idea. You see, my dad is sort of what you'd call a state's attorney. But if you had a piñata you wanted delivered, I bet he could make sure that got to them. Alright, so here's what you guys should know. I am captain of the Warblers now. Now, and I'm tired of playing nice. Okay, it just, it didn't hit me during the episode, but it just hit me now. The way Sebastian just spoke to Kurt publicly in front of all of them, including including Kurt's boyfriend, Blaine, if Blaine were to carry on a friendship with him after that, I would find that deeply problematic as a yeah, partner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when you didn't even come, like, speak up for me, like in front of him yep, like yep. how are you friends with this person who is openly vile mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. yeah when you are my boyfriend yeah well, i mean i'm no relationship expert but like yeah no i would but, hope I mean, it's glee everyone speaks with venom michael um, <laughs> and and so the lesson of the week is wwmjd god what would I was trying to come up with something clever, but it's what my, what would Michael Jackson do? <laughs> what would um, MJ Rodriguez? Uh, not doesn't quite fit, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've got yeah, nothing. I have nothing. Tweet us your thoughts of like <laughs> an MJ. Let's see, people with MJ initials. I'm making this ep- episode longer than it should be, but you know. it's gonna be so long. I was just thinking about Michael B. Jordan could work. <gasps> yes, uh, Mila Yo uh, Jovovich. Okay, uh, uh, Magic Johnson, um, Manny Jacinto from from <laughs> work. From okay, uh, I know what I would like him to do. Um, it's it's me. The answer yeah. was me. Mark Jacobs. Wow, Miranda July. Other okay, Miranda M- July kind of like <laughs> that. That one kind of popped off. What would Miranda July, July do? do? Um, I want to know. 
I mean, Marsha P. Johnson. That's that's the the, the stance a uh, gay should take. You know. Yes. Um, what would uh, Marsha P. Johnson do? What would Mickey Rooney do? <laughs> that's not MJ. Oh oh, it popped up. On- <laughs> Just cut that. It popped up because it's Mickey Rooney Jr. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, they, they they I don't know how this comes up, but say like we need to take the settlement like the streets. We need to like. Uh, do what Michael would do, and said they would take it. He would take it to the streets because because the next scene is they're in an empty parking lot. Yes, and they're essentially about to do. I'd like it reminds me of the Pitch Perfect. Yes, it's very Pitch Perfect. Or, it's very off or whatever they um, did. Jets and the sharks about to battle it out. Yes, it's very the Grove parking lot. You know, <laughs> at like a Saturday at midnight. Um, yes, and yeah, at first it's just Blaine and Santana with the rest of the Warblers, mm-hmm. but then everyone joins them and they, you know, start performing bad. Bad. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, choreo. Again, this episode has a lot of choreo because, duh. Yeah. But um, I, I noted here that Grant Gustin, I mean, alongside Darren Chris, but he really is like a proto-gay of like, what Ryan would do in the mainly the American Horror Story franchise of like yeah he looks exactly like Finn Wittrock he's, he's very that yeah Ryan's brand of, of yeah. man yeah um my main thought was like how are you going to prove that you're doing Michael better than the group that's singing your backtrack currently yeah. <laughs> like yep you can't sing the song without them mm-hmm. right now yeah. because they're 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 doing the backtrack yeah. but go off it also like I thought it was gonna be of like actual like pitch perfect style like, like we back sing, and forth. you sing yeah. whatever mm-hmm. but the the vocal adrenaline never or not, <gasps> wow um the warblers never get uh, no it, it's any it's actual, a very like, no solos it's or a very anything. harmonizing performance uh in the like they melt their voices it's not like a competition um uh, but they feature the glee the new direction no i know what i mean more. is like it, what, exactly what you're saying it's not like a back and forth it's like let's all perform together yeah time. uh and then the but the, again I'm like how is this going to prove oh yeah a point? no it, and I'll not. ask this question again later yeah. um, because it's there's not. a lot of singing to prove points here and to win arguments yeah. and I don't understand yeah. uh, and then the the way the scene ends is uh, <gasps> Sebastian gets a slushy out of a paper bag and uh, slushies later we find out it's aimed at Kurt but Blaine gets in the way and. Slushy gets, gets in the in face, a, in but the he face. starts screaming in much pain. more than anyone has ever screamed at a slushy. Yeah, yeah. And then there is an actually kind of iconic shot where, like, he's laying on the ground screaming, and like the red slushy is like pooled uh-huh. and dripping mm-hmm. like blood. Would make it look like it blood. It was yeah. kind of great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then we learn that uh, he has a slashed, uh, he has a scratched cornea, and is gonna need surgery, Blaine. Yes. Because, you know, the the slushy, there was something else in the slushy mm-hmm. that they didn't. Um, Mr. Shu is like, we, you know, we are leaving it. We talked to the principal at, over there. We're leaving it to the authorities. They're opening an investigation. You know, let's just let it, let that be. And no, the... the well, the, but he uh, basically said, he also said that the, the, the police couldn't, wouldn't get involved unless there's, like, evidence. Evidence, yeah. Like, you have to have some um, sort of proof that something happened. But the Glee Club wants blood. Uh, they sure do. Well, my other question is like, was there any remnants of anything in his eye? Like, surely yeah. that there yeah, had no, to there, have there been, had and to that be, could like, have proved something. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and the then sh- you know, <laughs> Artie, Artie's 
going Artie off. Artie goes off. Artie goes is up. pissed. Mm-hmm. Artie is riled up. Artie's had enough. Artie wants Jennifer Lopez. Artie mm-hmm. wants to hurt him. Artie wants a knife for an eye. Look, Figgins and I spoke to Dalton's headmaster. They're opening up an investigation. So, guys, I'm telling you, please let the system handle this one. No. Dalton's old school, Mr. Shu. They're not going to turn their backs on one of their own. We need payback. An eye for an eye. No, I have a zero tolerance policy for violence of any kind. That's not how we do things. No, we sing, and that's all we ever do. Do you want to get disqualified from regionals? I don't give a damn about regionals. What do you expect from us? We're people. I know the rest of the world may not see us like that, but when they tease us and throw stuff at us and toss us in dumpsters and tell us that we're nothing but losers with stupid dreams, it freaking hurts. And we're supposed to turn the other cheek and be the bigger man by telling ourselves that those dreams and how hard we work make us better than them? But it gets pretty damn hard to feel that way when they always get to win. I get how upsetting this is. No, you don't. And don't give me any of that it gets better crap because I'm not interested in it getting any better. I want it to be better. Like right now. I want to hurt them the way they hurt us. No, worse. I want them to feel my pain because frankly, that's all I have left to give. And it says he wants to scream. Wow. Um, from High School Musical 2? High School Musical 3. 3! Oh, three. Of course, of course, of course, of course. My apologies. That would have been iconic school school if, if they just if did that. If Glee had done No, but like, if music. in the middle of a Michael Jackson episode, they just did a High School <laughs> Musical High School three. Musical Scream. Or it could have been Scream slash Scream. <laughs> I mean, it's fitting, because um, then he's like, who else is with me? And Mike Chang, because he needs them for the number that he's about to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, they storm off, and in this time, he storms off on foot because it's our <gasps> annual already gets to dance number. Um, also, like, Kevin gets to dance and, like, Kevin looks hot. <laughs> Kevin looks very hot. No, it's it's our annual uh, Kevin let's give, uh, let's show that Kevin can actually dance number. It's ours, also our annual let's just literally recreate the music video number. Yeah. Which I, I've said this when they did it. I mean, and to some extent with Vogue, I said it when they did it, me against the music. Mm-hmm. What's the point of just recreating a music video? And this video actually, like, doesn't... Like, I don't have a, an anchor for this music mm-hmm. video, you know what I mean? Like, it's not one that's, like, yeah. stuck with me. Yeah, well, it's and Michael so and... I, I'm kind of like, I'm it's, like cool. it's Michael and Janet. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, there isn't... It, for me, it's just, like, cool, you got to, like, recreate the music video, like... To what end? Right. You know? I mean, it did, no it at least did, like... <laughs> Thank you. To what end? It did at least emotionally resonate. Like, no, the I song get... makes sense, but it doesn't make sense that, you know... It's just... It's a boring choice to just yes. choose to recreate the music video. Also, like... I mean, the song fits very well, but, like, if I take this number out, like... Yeah, it, it doesn't was largely make sense. Like, unnecessary. Yeah. You know? Next now, Quinn is putting on lipstick. <laughs> oh, my God! I was... I noted how often we get... Quinn putting on makeup in a mirror yeah, yeah. And then, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. season. The moment she wakes up uh, before she puts on her makeup. <gasps> wow, it's all a callback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and Which, oh my god, I did love, by the way. Didn't Dionne Warwick recently tweet about like how she's yeah. seen yeah. the Glee cover <laughs> of Say a Little Prayer? Yeah. I was like, wow, 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 wow. Um, then uh, Dion and Diane collaborate when <laughs> a, a duets album like our, <laughs> our cheek to cheek. That's the cheek to wow, cheek. Wow, the need. cheek to cheek we deserve. <laughs> um, then Rachel comes into the bathroom and she's like, "I need to talk to you." 
Quinn. I love that she comes to Quinn. I know. Well, because, and then what she says is like, I know you'll be honest with me. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what she needs right now is blunt honesty. I've dated Finn, Puck, Sam, even thought I loved some of them. But by the time the snow falls in New Haven next winter, I won't know why. So are you, are you saying that Finn and I should break up? I'm all for making the most of the next few months. But I'd hate the idea of dragging an anchor from my past into the bright lights of my future. Rachel, you have an amazing life ahead of you. As hard as it may be, if you want everything that you've ever dreamed of, you're going to have to break up with him. That's an awful thing to say. Look, you wanted straight and thoughtful. I guess at one point it made sense to love somebody for your whole life, but it doesn't anymore. Women are finding themselves in their 30s now. Every magazine says it. We hardly know what we're going to want in 15 years. I mean, and Finn and I, we can grow together. Look, Rachel, you and Finn are a lovely couple. But if you really want to be happy, you're going to have to say goodbye. The funny thing is, I don't even think the reasons are the reasons that Quinn says. Mm -hmm. Or at least, like, Quinn's too harsh about it. Because Quinn, Quinn, as I noted, she literally says, why would I drag an anchor of my past into my future? Yeah. And while I agree that they shouldn't get engaged because it's, like, too soon and you're about to pick up your life and take it somewhere else, so you should establish your life somewhere else first and make sure that you're okay. And, Mm -hmm. like, you're too young and you're going to go through so much. Yeah. But you also shouldn't break up with him necessarily no i mean well and queen does say that she's like be like enjoy these months that you have no you know no yeah she says enjoy these months that you have but then break up with him and leave him behind Uh, i agree i mean but which i i mean i do think i mean it makes sense because i don't know for looking at from like finn will be a limitation to rachel you know like that relationship will deter her potential and, like, that we know that they're, like, in completely different pages when it comes to, like, their future. So, mm-hmm. I think Quinn knows that, too. Uh, and, yeah, but no, she's, she's basically, she's like, very yeah, blunt, you have like, all these dreams for yourself. Like, and, like, and... he's gonna, like, stop them. So, like, you can't stay with him. And also, she reveals that she <gasps> got early admitted into Yale. Wow. Because, and I call this, because her essay about teenage pregnancy, like, blew the the admissions committee out of the water. I uh, called this, Jorge yeah. says, about his series that he's already watched in its entirety. I do not remember this. <laughs> well, clearly somewhere that, yeah. in your brain. Mm-hmm. It just made a lot of sense. Uh, and, you know, and, and uh, I think Quinn literally says, like, you can never say goodbye because the next number <laughs> is... Can a never, Quinn Solo! Never can say good. Yeah, so a Quinn Solo, which we haven't gotten. Purely a Quinn Solo. Not like Quinn featured in a vocal for reverse or like Quinn with a backtrack. It's just, it's just Diana Quinn Agron. in this like lounge sequin dress, like yes. just showing leg. Uh, and then she's just like singing it to like all the go- the boys she's dated in the yes. club. Because that was one of her points for Rachel. She was like, I dated Quinn, or <laughs> I dated Finn, I dated Puck, I, I dated, dated Sam. Sam. And like, and I even loved some of them, but like, you know, at the I end moved of the day, on mm-hmm. and, you know. Uh, so yeah, she, it's, it's a, then, then it, you know, goes into the choir room. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I love seeing a Quinsolo. I, I, this Same. was delightful. I was um, really into it. She does the twirl that she does so well, you know. Um, when they, she opens up her locker at one point and she's singing to all the pictures of the boys. And the That's m- where Alfonso went off. Yes, that was uh, another that's... point I noticed. I was like, okay, Alfonso. Mm-hmm. But the magnet that's holding up the picture of Finn is over Rachel's, Rachel's face, face, which yeah. I really No, because we get, uh, you know, yeah, from inside the locker and we get a lot of what it was either you know diana selfies from uh the shooting yes or promo stills from past episodes uh-huh. uh just like stuck all around um beth is there um yes Edina's nowhere to be seen there i did uh, like the photo of mercedes with her when beth was when being beth born was that's what i meant by a promo still because that's definitely like <laughs> yeah a, a, yeah a, 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 an episode still yeah and like i told you like and then she announced that she got into yell um i love that Probably when uh, Diana read the script, she was like, oh, finally, like, I got my arc over, like, I got yeah. to, you know, deliver my acting. Uh, Quinn is finally in a great place. And then... <laughs> little did she know. Little did she know. She's only on her way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then... Did you see what I did there? Uh, I, I saw what you did. Thank yes, you. I saw what you did. Uh, Santana goes to Kurt, who's in this uh, empty classroom. Uh, he makes what I'm... Assuming is a very direct clue reference by saying, you know, he has flames coming out from the side of his face. Yes, um, and that's when she's like, well, you know, lucky for you, Auntie Snicks just got in from the Bitch Town Express. Which Snicks is, if you the remember, Jews, the bitch that, Jews, yeah. yeah, that alter Her ego, alter ego. She, yeah. she suggested. She's, uh, she, she, she mentioned, like, let's kidnap him and, like, give him a tramp stamp. Uh, yes, that, yes. That says, like, your customer number a thousand or... Oh, I also wrote down the the quote. So after he says, like, I'm trying to stop the flames from coming out of my face or whatever, she says, well, that outfit isn't helping. <laughs> uh, which was delicious. Um, yes. She also calls him Prancy Smurf mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. one point. So she says, like, okay, l- let's, let's go take the high road, and I know what we need to do. I do want to emphasize the point that, like, Kurt is like, I've been so anti-violence at this school yeah. that I can't go, like, literally do it an eye for an eye like mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. have to take the high road yeah. and that's when Santana's like fine yeah, yeah exactly um then we have Sam summoning Mercedes in the auditorium yes they sing human nature they kiss at the end there's literally not much more to that yeah no um uh, I just said wow the infidelity cause she's still with Shane yeah uh then uh Kurt is brought out of the classroom by uh his dad yes who I don't know, couldn't wait, like, a few hours until he was home. Yeah. Um, and brought him the Niata acceptance letter. Uh, well, the Niata I was letter. I wow, spoilers. The Niata letter. That he, he insists on opening on the choir room. Um, he apparently went to multiple locations, multiple locations. and decided that he And he right. finds out that he's a finalist for it. Wow, um, wow. Again, Bert yeah, I don't know why high. I couldn't have waited a little it's weird. No, yeah, why uh, <laughs> you couldn't have just gone home? It's because yeah. I guess they need the following scene, which is then Kurt going to Rachel and being so excited. Yeah, wanting to share his joy. Which I am kind of like, I think Kurt maybe should have waited, maybe, to tell I her. I don't know. But even though he didn't wait, I still find her response, like, ridiculous, which is then she, like, congratulates him for all of, like, half a In second. In, like, two seconds, And yeah. then starts spiraling. Down, yeah. Well, I didn't get my letter, and I'm crying now, and I'm never gonna get in, and I have well, no and, future. And, and that spiraling 
takes her real deep into like oh yeah because she's basically like i have nothing except my boyfriend mm-hmm. and i'm going nowhere and i'm doing nothing and i'm like that's very different from the beginning of this episode yeah yeah rachel rachel i, I got my neon letter what did you say i didn't get one Oh, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, that just means they haven't sent it yet. I didn't even make it to the finals. I knew it. I, I had this weird feeling in my stomach all week long. Um, Rachel, don't be stupid. Stupid? Stupid is watching all of your friends make plans for their future and realizing that you have none at all. No plans, no college, nowhere to go. All I have here is my boyfriend, and but I have no idea what I'm doing. I do like that her spiraling takes her there, though. Yeah, it it rings very true. I guess so. Um, and and I also get like the the nervousness of like, oh shit, my friend who lives in the same town as me, because she had mentioned being on message boards and yeah, saying yeah. that people were getting acceptance mm-hmm. letters and was kind of freaking out. But as soon as it was like her classmate, she's like, oh fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But still, like maybe like. Let him have his mouth. Exactly, yeah. Um, then I, uh, Blaine has an eye patch. Um, yes, and... And Finn uh, Kurt, brought him a lot of eye patch movies. Yes, and Kurt was reading to him a, a review of The Land of Blood... Uh, the Land of Blood and Honey, uh-huh, is uh-huh. that the name yeah, of yeah, it? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, There's just a... It's just a ridiculous, like, very niche pop culture very joke yeah, that yeah. is my kind of shit. Yeah, uh. Uh, yeah then uh, Rachel and Finn come to visit, and... Uh, Blaine gives a toast in the name yes. of Kurt. Uh, Rachel also mentions all the various, like, one-eyed performers. One-eyed she fails to mention Frances Conroy, <laughs> um, my favorite one-eyed performer. But... Uh. And then, he's... Blaine says he's sad that he's missing out on Michael Week mm-hmm. until Rachel says they're gonna bring Michael Week to him and pulls out a pitch pipe. Yep. Um, and, yeah, and they start performing, uh... The wow, another song uh, named after a person. Another song named after what my like my closest friends. Uh, oh, wow. it's, yeah. it's Ben. Um, which I told you, it's a song about a rat. Yes. Um, now that I'm seeing, it's an Academy Award nominated best original song. Oh no! About from, a rat. From what? Uh, it is from the movie um, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> About a rat? It, it's a 1972 horror film about a young bo- boy and his pet rat, Ben. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song, losing to The Morning After from The Poseidon Adventure. Oh, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Jackson lip sync to the song at the Oscars. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. Uh... I don't care for this performance. No. <laughs> uh, I don't even need much to say about it. Yep. Like, it's just, it's it doesn't even make sense let's, lyrically in the situation. Let's move past this, because we need to talk about the next, like... <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. So, well, the first thing we see is a Carmen Sandiego silhouette. <laughs> silhouette. Which is like, is that Gina Rodriguez? It's not Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> Thank it's, God. Uh, it's Santana. Also, uh, Naya Rara did dress up as Carmen Sandiego one Halloween. Um, <gasps> Iconic. Yeah. She's going in this into this rehearsal room for the Dalton um, Warblers. Yes. Hey, Andrew McCarthy. 
Don't know if you heard, but Blaine may lose an eye. The same Blaine who was just besties with most of you not four months ago. Waiter, are you serious? Is he gonna be okay? Well, sure, if he doesn't care about seeing in three dimensions. Trent, I got this. Bummer about Blaine. He was pretty. He shouldn't have gotten in the way, though. That slushy was meant for Kurt. You may look like the villain out of a cheesy 80s high school movie, but you should know that I am fully prepared to go all Danny LaRusso on your ass. Admit you put something in that slushy. What was it, huh? Glass? Asphalt? Red dye number six. You're a liar. She questioned my honor. I demand satisfaction in warbler tradition. You want to have a duel? Cello guys, can you hang back for a second? I'm gonna need you for this one. Everyone else clear out. I want you to see me make a girl cry. Let's just keep this on point. They're basically like, well, there's only one way to settle mm-hmm. this. Yep. A- another instance of like, let's settle this. this and he song. asks the rest of the warblers to leave the room because he doesn't want to make them watch a girl cry. Yep. Uh, but he does ask the two cellists to, to stay. I think Santana is Santana, the one Santana who like, to stay behind. Stay. And then they... Wow, the perfection. Then they... Uh. Wow. They go... I mean, it's one of my favorite performances the show has done. No, um, it's great. It's, it's top uh, tier. It's, it's smooth criminal. Yes. It's, uh, it's perfect. I've been waiting for this. This is the one thing when I realized it was the Michael Jackson episode. I was mm-hmm, like, okay, wait, mm-hmm. we at least get smooth criminal. They both deliver. I mean, Naya like goes off. But Ugh, her vocals even are like, Grant does like a it. great uh, job keeping up with her. Yes. Uh, they both look really hot. We have this. like close up cuts yeah, of the celloist. The, the, the bisexual. The celloist. The cellist. Yes. Yeah, the, the bisexual energy that this number gives out. <laughs> Very. Like, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's like ch- they're chasing each other through these chairs. Mm-hmm. You've probably seen this number. Um, <laughs> if you're open, if you're listening to Gleewind, I hope yeah, you've seen I've this seen number. That. But also, like, I do want to mention that. So, like, this arrangement is like a pre-existing arrangement of Smooth Criminal. Mm-hmm. Is by like the two cellists that are playing it. It's a group called Two Cellos, <gasps> wow. uh, who do like ch- like cello arrangements of. Uh, oh, of popular songs and this had gotten uh like traction online this like her their version of smooth criminal like went uh viral so they brought them to to this to perform well, oh, they actually let the people who arranged they actually like, do let it them do credit? it okay yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. well you know what that is growth it's growth yeah um i remember my one and the my two inst- cellists are very hot uh i don't know if they still make music but um yeah, it's two cellos. I'm, like, old enough to remember back when Alien Ant Farm covered this mm-hmm. in, like... Let me look it up. 2001? It was, like, a rockier version. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, that's just how I knew the song for a yeah. lot of time. Yeah, no. um, I, I, I remember when the cello version went viral, and mm-hmm. then when they added him, I'm like, oh, fuck, they're, like... Two worlds colliding, and it's 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 just so fucking good. Um, and at the end, uh, she com- confronts him again, and Sebastian actually says like, "Oh, they were actually like rock salt in the smoothie, mm-hmm. in the smoothie, and- in the slushy. It was meant for Kurt." Um, and because this doesn't settle anything, she's like, uh, "Well, I won," and she's he's like, "Well, no, I did." And it- well, and he slushes her at the end. Like, uh, the good yeah, thing is like happens. this one doesn't have anything, and, and he slushes her. So then we get Santana coming into the choir room mm-hmm. and basically being like, boom, the bitch done done it. And they're like, oh no, what did you do? And she's like, oh, I, I just uh, 
you know, taped this, taped this, this under my, uh, taped this tape recorder under, under uh, yeah, on my underboob. Because she, yeah, she, she really wants us to know that she taped it in her underboob. Yes, um, and, and she was like, I already went to this super secret yeah. spy store, and he's like, I got a tape recorder at uh, TJ uh, Maxx. Uh, or not uh, TJ Maxx, Max, yeah. Office Maxx. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um and yeah, Kurt's like <clears throat> we can't like we can't we can't turn him we in. Can't turn him in, yeah. Which I don't understand the logic here. Yeah, no, like, dude, seek justice. Like, you know, don't like, like hold him accountable. They're like, we don't want to like send him away and then him not be able to do regionals yeah. or whatever. And it's like, I mean, he assaulted one of yeah, your yeah, like he your yeah, literal I, boyfriend. But mm-hmm, go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, then as they are leaving the choir room, Finn. Asks Rachel to to stay behind. Yes, but before that, like once Kurt m- convinces everybody that they shouldn't do anything with the tape, like Santana says something along the lines of like, "If Kurt had done this, you would all be so excited. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We would have had a whole week of songs about it." Yep. <laughs> uh, Rachel and Finn stay behind. Finn's like, "What missed last time? You know, I was talking to you was like a song. I think you listen to me better when I don't speak." Um, so he performs. I don't just speak. Can't, bye. Uh, <laughs> they do perform that. Later oh, on. girl, I know. Um, That's iconic. Speaking of top tier mm-hmm, performances, mm-hmm. Uh, they perform. I just can't stop loving you. But we both were like, okay, a break, and we just uh, we both went on our phones while that uh, <laughs> we number really was did. She agrees to marry him at the end of the number. Yes, and this is which where, I where... felt was kind of manipulative. He was kind of like, hey, so I know I already proposed to you, but I want to let you know how I really feel, so yeah. let me sing, like, mm-hmm. a song. Like, it was just kind of like, she's still trying to think about it, don't, well, like... Well, yes and no, because at the end of the day, her spiraling, get, like, by now has gotten her to a place of, like, she's certain she's not getting into Niata, so she's, like, desperately holding on to the yeah. one thing she knows she has. I also did laugh at this number, like, starting out as, like, this is my feelings about you, and then, like, it's, it's a duet. a duet. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she accepts the marriage proposal. I also noticed during this number that marry me, question mark, is still written on the board, which mm-hmm. then made me question, does Will ever write anything useful <laughs> on the board, But ever? They, haven't they written WWMJD by then? I'm sorry. That's no. what was okay, written okay. on the board. Like, well, they really uh, like, no, 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 no. Sorry. The, it was still Mary. The me, script but, supervisor but, really <laughs> fucked up there. But uh, but still, it's like, they never, like, erased that to write, like, music mm-hmm. or, like, anything on the no. board. Okay. No. Um, and... The last, well, then... Oh, and the other thing I loved about this scene is that the band knows everybody's secret yep. tea, because, yep. like, Rachel's not telling anybody but Quinn, and yet the band knows everything. The band also saw Sam and uh, Mercedes yeah. make out. Once again, we need an episode from <clears throat> the point of view of the band. Yes. Uh, then uh, the New Directions uh, summoned the Warblers in the editorium. Uh, Sebastian can't stand the stench of public schools. Um, and they're <sighs> like, we... The only way, you know, we are going to show you why we're better. Uh, and, like, what's the spirit of Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah, yeah, because they say, like, you may perform Michael, but you don't understand him. Yes. That's what it is. And they start performing black or white. Yes. Um, sure. Uh, and and at some point, all the world where success, Sebastian, like, go up on stage and we And we do the whole them. transformations the into face morph. each of the cast members which I will very I think I will use as a preview uh, oh wow uh, tweet just like but the in between parts oh, just like as, as like Rachel Morrison to like Mercedes kind of you know head. it's very cursed cursed um, and yeah at the end of the day uh, Sebastian uh, you know says like these, they, they confront Sebastian like we have you on tape uh, yeah but you know I don't. it's not gonna be as fun 
with if you we don't see you getting defeated. Uh, and then uh, Rachel also gets her Niada acceptance letter because we knew that was going to happen because of course. No. And I'm like, girl, if you hadn't been so damn dramatic, uh, like at yeah. first, hold on, uh, yeah, a single day, uh, and yeah, then hold on for one more day. She's also finalist, but when uh, it, it, it also the the episode ends on like her facial expression on like kind of being like oh like, fuck oh fuck like what did I just do mm-hmm. because I think she immediately regretted like. Oh, like I did. I accepted this marriage out of because uh, mm-hmm. um, I thought I had nothing. I had nothing, and that's where the episode ends. Thank God. Um, I still think I'm gonna gold star this. Uh, um, I will not be doing that. Yeah, I think, I think it's an overload of of numbers for sure. I think mm-hmm. like there's not a, but again, like we talked last week, like they probably need to set an album. Um, and and, but I think yeah, it's it's so many numbers that are un- unnecessary. Mm-hmm. But I think there's great Rachel character development. I love the scenes with Quinn. I really like the the the, the rivalry between the Warblers and the New Directions. I think plot wise it moves in a much smoother, effective way. Uh, and there, you you actually feel their stakes to the whole. thing. Yeah, I think perhaps the fact that it does move so much plot is part of my problem mm-hmm. because it's the tribute episode yeah. and the tribute felt. Largely unnecessary. Oh yeah, totally. Shoehorned in and distracted from most of the. Oh yeah, th- th- this like I would been... say, there's only one effective number. This could have been a, like a regular episode with the same plot points, and it actually would have been better. Yeah, but I, I don't think, uh, apart from being too many, I don't think the numbers actually distract from it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's so a that's slushy from me. Yeah, no, oh. fair. I, I get it. Um, okay, the numbers that we have. Uh, I and, will need you to remind and, and hold on. Remind me. Um, we have all of these are like Michael Jackson or Jackson 5. Well, I'll go. Wanna Be Starting Something by Michael Jackson, performed by Blaine with the New Directions. Bad by Michael Jackson, performed by Artie, Blaine, and Santana, with the New Directions and the Warblers. Scream by Michael and Janet Jackson, performed by Artie and Mike. Never Can Say Goodbye by the Jackson 5, performed by Quinn. Human Nature 
by Michael Jackson, performed by Mercedes and Sam. If they say why, why, tell them that it's human nature. Why, why, does he do me that way? If they say why, why, just tell them that it's human nature. Performed by Kurt, Rachel, and Finn. Ben, you're always running here and there. You feel you're not wanted anywhere. If you ever look behind and don't like what you find, there's something you should know. You've got a place. Smooth Criminal, performed by Sebastian and Santana. I Just Can't Stop Loving You by Michael Jackson featuring uh, Saida Garrett, performed by Finn and Rachel. I just can't stop loving you. Black or White, performed by Michael Jackson and performed here by uh, The New Directions. Okay, um, I found this kind of difficult to rank, and we'll get to that in a second. I'm gonna go from the top again. Um, Smooth Criminal is undeniably the best. Um, it's, I mean, it's just iconic. It, yeah, Naya and the whole thing, the, the orchestration, all of it. Boom, period. Um, second, I think I have to put Wanna Be Starting Something. It was a good way to start the episode. Um, uh, Darren slash Blaine just kind of works perfect for the whole like Michael vibe they're giving um, so I get that and I think the costumes and everything by the end of it were super fun um, third I have to put bad um, I really liked the new directions with the warblers and even if like narratively these like we're gonna sing songs to settle arguments things make no sense um, at least they produced some good numbers um, and I thought this was fun. Um, four, I have to put black or white just because it's a bop and I thought it was really well done. Um, not really well done, but well done enough. Um, fifth is never can say goodbye. Um, just because we love like a Quinn solo moment. Um, after that, I would have to put, um, scream. Uh, the benefits here are uh, Harry and Kevin look hot and dance. 
Um, and then I'm not even ranking the last three because they're all like lowest of the low for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bottom three as a whole for me would be I just can't stop loving you, human nature, and Ben. I just don't need any of them. No, that's fair. Um, yeah. Kind of similar. Top Smooth Criminal, one of the top songs of the show mm-hmm. in, its, in its entire run. Number two, I have uh, Never Can Say Goodbye because I do stand a Quinn solo number and mm-hmm. I think this was long coming and deserved. Um, I have then uh, Wanna Be Started Something, uh, great. Uh, I feel that's the most tribute, you know, the show did to, to the actual performer with the costumes and whatnot at the end. Mm-hmm. Then I have Bad. I do love a Sharks versus Jets moment. Uh, then Black or White because that's a bop and and they carried it well. Uh, scream it completely unnecessary, but they they carried it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin danced and and it was you know entertaining to watch. Uh, and yeah, my bottom three: I just can't stop loving you, then Human Nature, and finally Ben because we do not need this many. And like I don't know, it was weird that there were in a Michael Jackson episode. Maybe we don't need that many ballads, but. That was part of my problem with it, which is why all of those ended up yep. at the bottom for yep. me. I was like, who's listening to a Michael Jackson yeah, ballad? Exactly. Yeah. Um, work. Okay, so as promised. Um, yeah, since this and episode. And this was like a segment on the, on the, on the moment. We didn't plan for Yeah, this, we really actually. didn't. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wait, this episode's called Michael. Mm-hmm. I want to pick mm-hmm. songs for a Michael yeah. Swan episode. Yeah. Um, Do you want to say all of your first or are we ping-ponging? I think we should do all of ours together. Okay. Just because, so that, like, as a whole. Okay, yep. The listeners understand. So this understand is, like, us. if we had if a we full episode built around ourselves. The songs. Uh-huh. Yeah. If we could curate every song uh, on an episode of Glee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I went for songs that are narratively interesting, that I really love, that I feel like could express points. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I have ideas of who would sing them. Some of them I don't. Um, I would want to start off... I'm actually starting off with my mashup. I okay. made a mashup. Because okay. at one point, Jorge and I, while we were deciding our songs, I was like, wait, I think I can make these two work as a mashup, so mm-hmm. I'm going to make up a mashup, and I think he did one as well. Um, I had to fit ABBA in here. Mm-hmm. So I have the New Direction Boys doing Does Your Mother Know? Okay, okay. With the New Direction Girls doing Biology by Girls Aloud, what I consider one of the best pop songs of all time. Um, and I think they just work together because they're both uh-huh. very flirty songs and like okay. I think the boys with the girls and mm-hmm. that would be super cute and maybe it's not anything, but I think it is and I think it's iconic. Um, next on my list, I have, it's also apparently a very emotional and okay. sad episode because we have... Uh, Nobody by Mitski. Okay. Um, okay. Which I think could be really fun uh, on on Glee. Um, really fun. Really depressing. And maybe Kurt does that. Okay. I could see okay. Kurt doing mm-hmm. um, uh, Nobody. Then uh, we're uh, we get into the this whole middle section okay. of the episode okay. is just really emotional. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. guess it, it was all about the boys and girls relationships. Okay. At, you know, and then we're all the girl Kurt and all the girls are telling us they're very emotional uh, because Rachel performs "Gimme Gimme" from Thoroughly Modern Millie, 
Which I knew we had to have some some <laughs> some crossover some overlap. So, yeah, I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Does your mother know would be the overlap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So uh, Rachel Berry doing "Gimme Gimme," which is actually insane that that never mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we have Quinn doing "Get Out of My Way" by Kylie Minogue. Uh, I think I decided Quinn would be the best mm-hmm, for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds that just sounds fun to me. Yeah. Um. Then uh, we have uh, Mercedes sings I'm Here from The Color Purple, um, because of course, uh-huh. and, you know, The Color Purple existed before, they could have done, the fact that they didn't is actually yep. kind of insane, because yep. I really want to hear Amber Riley's um, uh, I'm Here. Um, I don't know who does it, maybe like Tina? Okay. Um, but uh, someone performs Sia's Breathe Me. Yeah, from the Six Feet Under finale. <laughs> from the Six uh-huh, Feet Under uh-huh, series yeah. finale. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then we end on a super, super high uh-huh, note, uh-huh. Um, which the section of the album that this song is from is all about a rainstorm, and it's, mm-hmm. like, told in four parts over four songs, yeah. and it ends on Mr. Blue Sky okay. uh, by the Electric Light Orchestra, and it's all about, like... The you know the 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 blue sky after the rain because okay. mm-hmm. uh, I had to have as you pointed out like it wouldn't be Michael Swan episode without Xanadu yeah but since I've already done Xanadu as an outro um I really wanted to still include ELO and and Mr Blue Sky felt the way to do that because I'm it. obsessed with that song and that is the Michael Swan episode you of did it correct seven okay because uh the the Eight if you include both mashup songs, but okay, seven numbers. Hmm. <clears throat> I have eight numbers. Well, fine, go okay. do whatever okay. you have to. Okay, wow. you overstuffed <laughs> Michael Jackson episode. Okay, I don't know what the plot of the episode will be. <laughs> There's a lot of like the majority of these are like group numbers. Great. Um, I think the I, I could see this being like a risque episode and being about like. Like, if it's in New York, like, they're going to warehouse parties or, like, you know, yes. kind of living that. This first song does not fall into this, but, like, it's a mashup of Gimme Gimme from wow. Early Modern Movie <gasps> and Show Off from oh, The wow. Drowsy Chaperone. So it's a Rachel Airy, you know, audition number. Or yeah. Like, or if, like... A Sutton Foster like mashup a, of our exactly, time. Exactly. Or, like, if Lindsay Pierce comes back, mm. like... Wow. A uh, uh, confrontation number between mm-hmm. the two of them. Then I also have a Kylie number, because Kylie yes. was never covered in here. They didn't even do Can't Get You Out of My Head? They never do any wow. Kylie. So I have All the Lovers. Love. Uh, which I picture, like, Heather maybe doing it, or Santana... I don't know, it has a very, they would never do this, but, like, sex clubby vibe, you know? Like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. or, like, booze, <gasps> like, boozy, like, boozy night or something. Maybe Naya did breathe me okay, in yeah, mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, then I have, because if you can believe it, they also never did a share. <gasps> We've talked about this before, yeah. I think. So I have my favorite chair song, If I Could Turn Back Time. Wow. Um, which I could see Santana doing, or mm-hmm. even, like, Tina. I think that's a very good, like, getting ready number, mm-hmm. you know, like, as they're get ready to go out. Uh, then I have three numbers that are, like, group numbers that could be the final number or, like, the big... <laughs> they're just all the f- big all final the number. Yeah. So I have, uh, obviously, Super Trooper by ABBA. Wow. I have uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth by oh, Belinda Carlisle. Wow. 
And I have Amicas We Are Golden. Love that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to put in some. Oh, she's some... still going. Yeah. yeah. There's two more. Uh, <laughs> two more? Oh, if wow. I told you there's eight. Um, I had to do some Latin infusion into this. Okay, where? Um, you know my journey with the group uh, RBD, Rebelde. <gasps> yes! Um, which I actually watched in high school yes, in Spanish. Yes, exactly. So they, in their latter career, they released an album in English. Uh, and like their crossover try is called To Amor, uh, a Diane Warren pen song. Uh, <gasps> which it's, you know, it was their try to like crossover. It didn't pan out much, but like, yeah. it's a great song that I would have like Santana or someone who could actually handle the little Spanish that there is in it. It's a ballad. It's like my only ballad. And I also have, because if it's a New York episode, I had to include some something from company. So Work. I would have another hundred people. Uh, Work. Did they ever company. do anything company? They did being alive. Oh well, yeah. Um. So yeah, I would have another hundred people. Love uh, as they're you know wow. maneuvering through the city. That was very insightful. So that was very interesting. Yeah. I had more like emotional ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff I had just I like to do it. Maybe as as we move forward in the show, I really like my my mashup though. Your mashup is great, <laughs> and yours yeah. is lit too. <laughs> yeah, I feel as we move forward, let's just like craft these episodes and like <laughs> keep this list and like try find plenty there we go and whatever uh okay now before we go let's just do our six degrees of separation we didn't really miss much on glee we didn't much and we've already glee. talked too much exactly yeah we want to let you guys go soon <laughs> uh we are gonna be doing uh six degrees uh the game where we try to connect a member of the glee cast with a random celebrity in two minutes or less the first minute we go by it on our own the second minute we can help each other and we cannot use the Murphy verse. We number perform this episode "Smooth Criminal" mm-hmm. by Naya Rivera and Grant Gustin. If you were to open a tabloid on two thousand one, a celebrity that could be called a smooth criminal because of her accusations of shoplifting. Yes, I knew where this was going. Would be one Miss Winona Ryder. So please take me not from Naya, but from Grant Gustin to Winona Ryder. Okay, um, Winona, Black Swan, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, Grant, I can only think of The Flash? Has she done anything else that I would know him from? Um, The Flash, okay. Ooh, ooh. You could also do crossovers of the Flash with other DC. No, I'm I'm aware of that. I was literally about to be like, okay, Stephen Amell. Um, okay, I, this is the only person I can think of to get me anywhere. Um, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go with Grant Gustin um, on the Flash, who uh, did crossover episodes of Arrow um, with Stephen Amell, um, which featured Katie Cassidy as Black Canary. So now I just have to get from Katie. I can help you. Okay. I don't know what Katie Cassidy uh, is in. Um, Uh, She's in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake with Connie Britton Britton and Rooney Rooney Mara. Mara. Okay, Rooney Mara can... Rooney Mara. Rooney to Winona should to not Winona be hard be because I feel like hard. Rooney to, uh, to to Natalie Portman to Johnny to Darren be hard. to Helena. Um, Rooney, who was in Girl with Dragon Tattoo? Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, Robin Wright. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. 
Um, that gives us a Mamma Mia verse. Rooney, Carol. Um, I don't think I'm going to get this one. Yeah. It's okay because yours is difficult too. Okay. Fuck. Are we out yeah. of time? We have five seconds. Yeah, I don't think yeah, no. we're at all. Did you have a way at all? I mean, my my way was... Um, I don't know why I decided to make Katie Cassidy my entry My, my point, way but... was going to be Melissa Benoist, Whiplash, and then that... Oh, Whiplash. I didn't think that of that. The that. Old, like, I was like, I can't think of stuff Stephen Amell's been in. I yeah. can't think of stuff Marissa, Melissa Benoist has been in. Oh, I could have... Calista Flockhearted. Yeah. yeah. I don't. still don't know where it would have gotten well, me. Well, if you guys can let us know. Yeah, uh, please. please. tweet at us. Um, okay, okay. what do you have for me? So... This episode, one of these episodes, uh, featured our first appearance by, um, one of the buzziest real housewives uh-huh, uh-huh. of the time, uh-huh. one Nene Leakes. Uh-huh. Um, I'm convinced that if Glee were in this more recent era, mm-hmm. and I'm also being nice with who I'm picking because it's somebody who, like, actually has connections. Um. Thank you. Uh, and that you would know outside of just housewives. Um. I'm convinced Lisa Renna would have been on Glee. Okay. Because Harry Hamlin was, wasn't he? Am I making that I up? I think he was. Let me see. I feel like we've reviewed an episode. Oh my god, he's the sugar daddy. It, uh, 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 the, 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 the Kurt dates. Okay, uh-huh, wow. Uh-huh, wow. Okay. Um, however, I don't think Lisa Renna ever appears on it. Um, okay. And obviously you can't just be like, well, her husband was on uh-huh, the show. Uh-huh. Um. So, if you could take me from Lisa Renna, who just feels like would be Ryan Murphy fodder uh-huh. for a ridiculous yeah. role, um, and one of the more, like, prominent housewife, current housewives, um, if you could connect me, uh, what would you say Lisa Renna is known for? Physically. Her lips? And who on the Glee <laughs> not, cast... Not, not, not Cord Over Street. So, can you take me, me over from Lisa Rinna to Cord Over Street? Um, I feel less bad after yeah, your no, round. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, Harry Hamlin, Mad Men. Um, Mad Men gives me... Okay, so, and then Cord Over Street, it has to be the bold type. <laughs> yeah. It has to be Melora Hardin. Um, uh, Melora Hardin, The Office... And I think The Office and Mad Men are gonna be very easy to, there should to be work through. That's already where exactly where my mind went. Yeah. Um, Mad Men, um, um, Christina Hendricks, which gives me good girls, which gives me Rada, which should give me Parts and Rec. Do we count creators as? I was gonna say, you do yeah, Mike Shore. Fine. Yeah, that Mike Shore. The um, famous directors. So. Lisa Rayne is married to, or are they still married? I actually. They're know. still married. Okay. Yes. To Harry Hamlin, who wasn't. Don't you talk about my husband? <laughs> uh, who's married to Harry Hamlin, who wasn't Mad Men? Christina Hendricks wasn't Mad Men. She's also in the NBC sitcom uh, or drama com- comedy drama Good Girls, alongside Rada, who is who was on Parks and Rec, created by Mike Schur, who also created The Office. Melora Harden was the office. <laughs> the Office. She is also starring in The Bold Type, which Cordover Street guest starred on. <laughs> Jesus fucking wow. Christ. Wow. Okay. The labor. Uh, and that's our episode. Thank God. That is our episode. Uh, please subscribe uh, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Follow us on Twitter at GleeWinePod. Uh, you can follow me personally at Colin Jorge. Me at as underscore seen on TV. 
Thank you, Aaron Rodriguez, for our wonderful pod art. You can find him on Instagram at TallPaleAaron. Next week, we will uh, be uh, aprendiendo español uh, with season three, episode 12, The Spanish Teacher. And, you know, maybe we... With Emmy nominee, Ricky Martin? Not for this. Did he get nominated for Versace? Ricky Martin for Versace? I think he may have been. Uh, Wow. We need to check that. Uh, And season three, episode 13, Heart. Uh, But in the meantime, it's uh, up to you to let us go. What Michael Jackson should we go out on, Michael? Do I have to pick Michael Jackson? No, no, I'm oh, just okay. fucking with you. But uh, um, you know, we can go with one of the songs in your episode. <gasps> have I made you go out on Mister Blue Sky by ELO think... before? Mm-mm, no. Can we please go out on? Yeah, it? let's it's do a that. lovely number. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's do that. Uh, so yeah, what would have been the end of your? It would have been the episode? big uh, group number at the end of my episode. So yeah. we are gonna go out on that, and until next time. Uh, See you later, guys. Stay safe. And and, and on to a brand new tomorrow. Wow, 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 wow. Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. So long. Why did we go wrong? Please